2: the air is that working
3: i think we're good okay
2: you don't even want to know even though my studio sounds like crap all of you going into work oh it's monday i stayed up too late can you believe the patriots only mustered 13 points losers um your monday will from a from a pure technology and surprise upon getting to work i do i would not wish anything upon you similar to what's going on here today what happened? So, some do we have some Rams fan coworker I'm unaware of who is just all cheesed off in here with a bat? Like they're watching the Super Bowl in, in my studio or your studio, and then when it didn't go their way, uh, off they go, huh? Okay, all right. Well, uh, good Monday morning. This is why. This is why we should take this day off, right here, man. Yep. But, uh, technology has just been a battle. Um, All right, a few things to get into. Uh, Yes, I'm aware that there was a big football game, and we'll, you know, as you can imagine, we'll uh, touch on that, but uh, the thing I've been savoring all weekend, even knowing, obviously, that the football was uh, uh, on its way, was the insanity that was the Friday press conference from the governor of Virginia, or I should say the Saturday press conference, but the Friday story from the governor of Virginia. Holy cow. How? I'm mad at his wife, and, and and I'll give you some astute analysis uh, to the totality of why actually I didn't mind her there, and I thought it was very interesting. The, the dutiful wife of, of an embattled governor is a, a tradition as old as time. Normally, it's it's because he hooked up with his, you know, and then you know, insert whoever he hooked up with. Sometimes a dude, sometimes a, a woman, sometimes a prostitute, sometimes an employee. But she's got to stand there, look sour, but also the part where she has to forgive him. And uh, I, I I don't I don't envy that. It's 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 really awkward. Whether it's. Uh, um, you know, basically anyone in the uh, the former uh, congressional and gubernatorial offices of the state of New York, uh, a long tradition of mayors of the city of Chicago, a um, uh, gov- uh, f- governor, a former governor of South Carolina, right? I don't envy that position. But she looked more PO'd than any of those women in history standing there on Saturday. And I'm like, he didn't even. He says he didn't even do anything. But more importantly, he's not. It's not even an allegation of uh, some sort of weird uh, sexual predilection and or hiking compulsion, right? And then the only time she speaks up is to ruin me getting to watch the governor of Virginia do the moonwalk. And what if he was really good at it? I will never this know. Is, this is it, right? This is my question. I have to know. I think that that is a spectacular. I mean, it's stupid, don't get me wrong, but a spectacular follow up question on the part of that reporter who was just being a jerk, but I liked it. Because if he comes out and kills the moonwalk, you're like, M- maybe, right? Maybe this thing that sounds insane and completely, you, you know, one day, I'm one of the dudes in the picture, but I won't tell you which one, but I'm really sorry to, oh no.
3: That blackface? No. It was a different blackface that you didn't know about. Allow me to tell you. Right. My people came up to me and they were like, hey, what's up with the blackface photo? And I was like, oh, crap. They found it. But then they showed me this blackface photo. And I was like, wait, I wasn't in that one. I was in a different one. What a beautiful strategy. Retract my statement. (laughs) What? (laughs) If there's no glove. He did.
2: Oh, yes. So if you don't know this, I'm sorry because I'm... Speaking as though I am, uh, as though you guys are all in the know, the, like, four people have sent me the Dave Portnoy story. I'm going to get to it. Don't worry. Ross, are you familiar with No. You did. You have all been, Ross is a barstool addict. Pizza reviews, uh, smoke shows. Whatever. If, if if most of my links from Ross uh, emanate from the barstool uh, universe,
3: you don't know the Dave Portnoy story? No, it's offline. Pretty much all week, weekend.
2: Oh yeah. Well, that that would explain it. It was it was probably due to your high school yearbook photo that showed up, right? That's false. That wasn't me.
3: We can do facial. I, we got, can do I've facial got recognition. Yeah. I've got proof A. Hey, I don't wear work boots. Yeah. I've never <laughs> own work boots. And B. I only cosplay in blackface.
2: Well, it's fair, Black Panther,
3: Michael Jackson, Prince. Michael Jackson doesn't cosplay. No, but I'm saying when I cosplay, that's who I go as.
2: Although, actually, he could be because he's an alien uh, in... um, Men in Black. Men in Black, yeah. Will Smith. Yeah, he could. All right. Dave Portnoy, for those of you who don't... And I just got distracted, but let me just hit this out here so people stop sending me this email. Dave Portnoy was was frog marched in handcuffs out of the Super Bowl.
3: I, I know he was, that happened at the press event too, like the media days. Yeah, so and that, then that happened like, at, Don't at the Super Bowl back. too. Yeah, great.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Hashtag free Portnoy. <laughs> Not guilty. In fact, there's vit here. I'm gonna send. I'm just gonna send. I'm gonna send one of these to you. I haven't, looked, I haven't listened to the audio. I just saw the little thing earlier today. All right, let me send this to you, and then you can tell me if there's any audio that we can even use, okay? All right, so where was I? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, the governor of uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> I'm projecting. Uh, Virginia. So this whole thing's going on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I won't tell you which one I am. I ran a poll, by the way. Most of you seem to think that the Klan outfit's the uh, more offensive, so uh, thank you for weighing in on the social media poll over the weekend. Um, and, and he comes out, and he's like, yeah, so I thought long and high. I remember, I remember this other blackface I did, but not this one, so therefore I didn't do this one. So that was really helpful. Uh, you have a conglomerate of people uh, it, it calling for his resignation from Democrats, Republicans, to all the rest. I would, I would at least proffer the question: Is this the new standard? And he didn't resign, so maybe it's not the new standard. Going back to should something that happened 35 years ago uh, be the uh, the the end of the world for somebody, and not just because you hate their political affiliation? Uh, uh, you know, a la uh, Kavanaugh and everything else. Even though, like, there's more evidence for this than. The whole Kavanaugh thing, who you know was organizing uh, rape rooms and stuff, uh, even though, other than the testimony of uh, of one witness at his um, at his actual confirmation hearing and sketchy clientele for a certain lawyer who apparently is what happened to him? He's disappeared from the face of the earth. You don't really have anything going on. So. Like, that whole discussion transpired in two days, and I'm just so sad that it was over the, over the weekend. So we didn't get to digest it fully here on the show. So we, we've committed to uh, pretending like it just happened, and uh, we'll go ahead and uh, talk about it. And also ponder what if what if he had actually done the moonwalk, and, uh, and he was good at it. Would that have convinced you of his innocence? Except it wouldn't be innocence, because it would have been the other time he did blackface, but at least innocence in the first one. And what was his high school or uh, his college nickname? Which is elsewhere. It's like Coon Man. Yeah, Coon Man. Yeah, that's helpful. I fully thought he was going to come out and talk about how he liked to go Coon hunting. You ever been? Have you ever been like uh, uh, backwoodsy Coon hunting with the dogs, middle of the night? I'm uh, Ross. Ever? No. Oh, <laughs> it's from not, New man. This isn't man. a trick. This isn't know, a trick question. Yeah, you know, from New York. It's a like, workout. It's very common up there. I'm telling like that you're middle of the night, you got a spotlight, you're rolling dogs, you're running all around the woods. It is, It is a young man's sport. Let me tell you what. And um, like I fully expected it being you know he was he raised in Virginia um, that he would he would go ahead and invoke the oh, I was really good at uh, you know tree you know getting coons out of the tree. But uh, he didn't even offer that lazy an excuse.
3: He's just like, I don't know why the kids just, the bullies called me that. He could be like a Cartman superhero. A what? Like, like Cartman from South Park. Remember when he was that superhero? Vaguely. What was, well, he's been, but he's been a superhero in multiple different. He was literally called the first part of that name minus the man. Oh,
2: okay. Uh, yeah, and I don't And he was dressed like that. a raccoon with a cape. Well, okay. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, for justice. A little Mario Brothers reference there, too, kind of? Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot to digest there. Also, yes, we'll... I got so irritated. I sent Ross a violent, all-caps, text message yesterday about what the, the bastardization of the reappearance of the dude from the Big Lebowski. That's unforgivable. To sit there and have the dude in a commercial, in a Sex in the City commercial, with that obnoxious music playing... Was possibly the most irritating part of the entire experience yesterday. How depressing was that? He sold out more than Andy Warhol, in my opinion. <laughs> we'll talk about the Andy Warhol spot. Because uh, d- when you first start watching that, you're like, "That is a really good Andy Warhol," and then you're like, "Holy crap, that's that is, Andy Warhol! Yeah, what? Oh, his career is ruined. Yeah, what you gonna do?" So there's there's a backstory there. We'll we'll talk about. Uh, all of that insanity and uh, much more as the uh, as the show unfolds, but. It six seventeen. It is Monday. Uh, I have a mild hangover, and your Bloomberg Minute is brought to you by the Hendricks Business
4: Systems. This is a Bloomberg Market Minute. After a stellar January, February got off to a mixed start for Wall Street. The Labor Department reported that job creation exceeded forecasts in January. The Conference Board's Employment Trends Index will be out this morning. It can help predict the pace of hiring in the months ahead. A Zillow report suggested the housing market has become less competitive. The share of homes selling above the asking price declined each month in the second half of last year. Mark Vittner of Wells Fargo Securities tells Bloomberg Radio Federal Reserve officials are likely following the housing data. Housing's
5: been pulling back for the last nine months. The numbers looked horrible, except for, you know, we had a, a real strong new home sales. But the trend's been down. That's the primary transmission mechanism for monetary policy.
4: Google parent Alphabet will post its quarterly results after the markets closed today. Analysts think mobile search and YouTube helped Google's fourth quarter results but Alphabet may issue conservative guidance as Amazon did last week. Jeff Bullinger, Bloomberg Radio.
2: All right, it is six eighteen here on the uh, KCO Day Radio Program. Uh, lots to uh, dive through this morning, and um, I know it's uh, it's it's perfunctory on the uh, the day following the Super Bowl. Uh, but if you want to call and gripe about something you watched, uh, we're more than happy to entertain that uh, as long as it's interesting. So those will be the uh, filters. All right. So anything on the Portnoy thing that looks interesting to you?
3: I, it's un. Why? I don't understand. Why is it because of what happened during the media day? I don't know. I'm you, putting you in charge of research since you're already on Lord? Barstool all morning. Was so. on my video game site, then I move on to Barstool. Oh, this is a. Uh, Could you order of operation? I guess. Change? Okay. Can you moonwalk? By the way. I can try.
2: Okay. All right. Well, we'll look into that. Back. Hang on.
6: alert! I'm Nancy Grace, breaking crime news now. South Carolina shocking Facebook video allegedly shows mom, Caitlin Hardy, waterboarding her sleeping baby, calling it, quote, payback hey for waking me up all kind of times of day. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if
5: you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW, void, We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
6: A night, her words, not mine. She's charged with cruelty to children. Murder for hire. Connecticut inmate Joseph Arroyo passes a note to another prisoner asking him to kill his brother-in-law for five grand. New Jersey Girl Scout leader Jessica Medina Claims thieves stole a thousand plus dollars cookie money, but her story crumbles. Get it crumbles. Medina fired by the Girl Scouts. This crime alert brought to you by Simply Safe. No one should feel unsafe at home. That's been Simply Safe's mission from day one, and that's why Simply Safe blankets your whole home with protection so you can fear less. Get free shipping on your order at simplysafe.com/nancy. Simplysafe.com/nancy. With this crime alert, I'm Nancy Grace.
5: KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News sets up the day. Smart Talk and news continues all day on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Oh, I forgot to uh, I forgot
2: to mention uh, just a couple stories we're going to get into. And I need to first of all, I need to know if this is a thing. I'm going to smash that clock above my head. I keep looking up at that thing, Russ. We have countdown clocks on our hard breaks. So, like, when it's near the bottom of the hour or the top of the hour and you're on the phone and I'm rushing you off, it's not because I hate you. It's because we're networked between multiple markets, obviously, so things have to go to commercial for those two breaks at exact times. And so I have these clocks that play countdown. Um, so if I need to, oh, I got 15 seconds, that kind of stuff, that's what I tell you that I can look up at the clock. Yeah. So not only are they not working, they're counting
3: up. Right. <laughs> so- well, you came in this morning. I'm like, "Okay, listen, a few things." Tweaking me out. <clears throat> Everything is broke. The boards aren't working. News is completely screwed and the the countdown clocks are going up instead of down. Monday. Oh, and I can't see you cuz I have no monitor, so I have no yeah. idea what you're doing or when I'm supposed to talk and uh, god save us all.
2: Yeah, so that is going to be good. So, two other stories. One, apparently we're uh we're now arresting rappers for stuff they rap about. So We're going to need a we're going to need a little more room. I th- can you imagine if we're just going to arrest rappers for things they rap about? Did you hear this story? So, Twenty One Savage, who I'm sure is um, uh, straight fire, there you go, um, uh, was uh, uh, held by U.S. Immigration after bragging about being in the country illegally, uh, overstaying. He's from England originally, I guess, but which, by the way, I have no problem with. But I just think it's funny the concept of now you're going to arrest rappers for stuff they rap about. Have you heard rap? Many of the many of the songs prepare to be uh, uh, shook.
3: I don't know I've got every Will Smith album. There's no problem there.
2: Well, he was up to no good that one time. Oh, in the neighborhood. True, well, yeah. the boys were, and, right. and he was going to participate, but his mother stepped in. Um, yeah, <laughs> awkward. Again, I have no problem with them because people are like, well, that's you know it's an it's a artist he's an artist no he straight up bragged about something which is easily checkable and frankly I don't even know if the ice agents other than maybe getting a tip over there probably were big fans of uh Mr Savage so uh not to be confused with the uh with Fred Savage so anyway we'll we'll, we'll have to digest that plus a banana story you're gonna love
7: The University of Farmington in Michigan offered students flexible schedules. It promised to prepare students for jobs in the global economy. The tuition didn't break the bank. Grad students paid just $11,000. Undergrads were charged $8,500. That's peanuts by comparison to other places. But Here's the best part. Students at Farmington University never had to deal with the stresses of other universities. No worries about grades homework or being triggered by microaggressions because there were no classes there weren't any professors there were no degrees farming university was a fraud it had a website but it was all a scam to allow foreign nationals who were in the US on student visas to stay here legally without having to really attend school that's right my friends foreign nationals outsmarted america again until last wednesday when arrest warrants started flying. It turns out the University of Farmington was set up by ICE as a sting operation. And now people here illegally are being stung, and they actually are learning something. And the Democrats found out about this, and they are just livid. Did you know that there is a new victim of identity theft every two seconds? It means a criminal could be spending your money, applying for loans in your name, and even damaging your good credit all without you even knowing. it's a good thing there is LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to detect and alert you to a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. And if you do have an issue involving identity theft, one of LifeLock's identity restoration specialists is going to work with you to fix it now no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses but with lifelock you get identity theft protection and additional features to help protect your devices against cyber threats for as low as 9.99 a month go to lifelock.com or call 800-440-4833 use the promo code rush for 10 percent off your first year it's lifelock.com and don't forget the name rush as the promo code for 10 percent off your first year
5: Rush is back today at noon. More of KCO Day and Carolina's morning news right now on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad.
2: All right, good morning. It is 6.37 here on the KCO Day radio program. I ran out of time. Ross, you see I put a second cut up on the uh, button bar of the dude thing? That's just the dude part. Will you trim the original so it's just the first part uh, when the music changes? I want to play them separately just to uh, drive the point home as to uh, why that was such uh, uh, fierce entertainment malpractice. So, Ross, going to do that real quick, and then we'll we'll dive into that. Um, like I said, uh, you know, is uh, as the show unfolds as we normally do on the Monday after the Super Bowl. You want to weigh in on uh, anything that stood out to you? Feel free, or if you want to send me obnoxious pictures uh, with uh, hands with a ton of rings on their fingers, just know you look gaudy. So there's that. All right, so let's see here the Northam thing. Let's go ahead and break this down uh, since the press conference technically was. <clears throat> uh, you know, what is it, like 2.30, I think, in the afternoon on a Saturday. So, you know, people are busy. They're doing what they're doing. And uh, it was... Let me, let me give you the, the way that it works kind of behind the scenes uh, at a, a quasi-news operation. I only say that because technically what I do is commentary. But ultimately... We have, we have Ross, we have myself, uh, we have uh, Kyle uh, in News, and we also have uh, Brian the Bad Board Op. And so if there's a story floating around, there may be some discussion via text or uh, email. And the website, um, the original website that published the Northam yearbook photo is not a very well-known site. I know a lot of people go there. I don't, I don't have a credibility beef with them, but ultimately... I like to have multiple outlets for it. So when they when they have the when someone has the exclusive, there's that time period in between when the exclusive hits, and and another news outlet uh, to the you know goes out and and tries to uh, essentially uh, figure out whatever information they need. At least that's the way that it used to work. Sometimes uh, the reporting gets lazy because the story's so good because it craps on Trump that the other outlets just run it without checking it. Uh, That would be the BuzzFeed article from two weeks ago, if you remember. So, yeah. And that picture, you have to admit, was so insanely over the top. Right? That wasn't just, like, one of these nuanced stories, like, it's a picture of coal miners, but it's really an ode to blackface, and we need to have a protest, where it's like an interpretive thing. That's one dude... Painted up in shoe polish, standing next to another dude in a Klan outfit. If if you were creating the worst uh, uh, op- opposition research fake photo on the planet, that's pretty much what you'd put in there, right? So you see that, and you're and and the reason you're like I don't know if that's real, but is. Uh, not just because it is so incredibly, incredibly like career ending in any normal circumstance. There's also the part where it, how Ed, the fact that Gillespie's people didn't pick up on that during the Virginia election or anyone in the media is kind of crazy, right? And I, we'll, we'll break down a little of the excuses there, but more so, less the media, because they're, um, they're not going to do the research uh, that thoroughly on, on a Democrat. Sorry, that's the reality of things. I know a lot of people go, you know, you guys sit there on the radio and you run this fake news. No, I just run the examples of everything that's going on out there. Where if you don't see a bias, and and it's because we, from an ideological standpoint, we're going to tend to bias in that direction. That's the reality of things. And the fact is, when you research uh, journalism at large, especially journalism on a national level or a prominent level, it's wildly decidedly left. Not everybody. I know journalists out there that uh, I I would argue are more conservative-leaning, and some very conservative. Very conservative. And, and the reason they, uh, when, they're, when they're on a quote-unquote mainstream network, uh, don't tend to exhibit as much bias in that direction is because the vast majority of their peers lean the other way and would decidedly stamp that out. So, and, but their reasoning was that the newsrooms of America have been decimated, they don't have the people to do the work. Well, I, you know what, you're, you're, that's a governor's race? Right, It's not the school board, but it's the governor's race. And if you want, I can go back and I can pull some of the background stuff that the opposition was running against the Republican candidate, and it was stuff that went back a very long way, because it's a governor's race in a pretty important state. So don't give me that BS. But the fact that the people from his opponent's campaign didn't pick up on that... That's what had me going. I don't know. Let's go ahead and wait and see where this goes. Ross, did, when you first saw that picture, did you think it was legit? No. Right, because it's so crazy.
3: No, it's everything you'd want if you were you know, if yeah, you were, like, if like playing those games. You'd be like, yeah. this is this is perfect. This is a Democratic governor with a Klan member in blackface. I mean, yeah. Wait,
2: what, what more do you need? Right. <laughs> and so I so we started a little food chain discussion here uh, between everybody. And I, I think in taking the temperature of everyone, it was very. If it's real, it's incredible. But let's go ahead and wait and see. And then uh, one of the news was it the new, I think it's the newspaper from uh, uh, Norfolk. They did the logical thing. They went and drove, or somebody went over to where the where the school was. It's a medical school, and went into the library where all the yearbooks are and opened it. Ta da! And lo and behold, there it is. It's the Virginia Pilot. Virginia Pilot. Yeah, I just don't know where it's out of. But the point is, yes, they did the five second operation there, and they went and they they sat down. I'm sure they were very respectful and quiet because you're in a library after all. And and they opened it and they went, "Oh, holy cow!" There it is. That's insane. And it was at that point I sent in. I'm like, I just wrote,
5: "It's real."
2: And and we posted it up there because that's incredible. I, I, honestly, I thought that they were going to drag him out of the governor's mansion. But what I failed to realize is even after sending tweets out essentially admitting it's him, not essentially, admitting that he's in there, and then I had this horrific thought, Ross, what if we never found out which one he was that irritated me greatly? I have to know. And he even, like, broached the topic of, well, uh, you know, facial recognition, we'll figure out who's in there. You get a facial recognition, a triangular hood? Shut up. So, at that point, when that first statement came out, I'm like, God, goose cooked. Done, right? And then, he held a press conference. And let's just say,
8: that takes... Some uh, cojones. I am not and will not excuse the content of the photo. It was offensive, racist, and despicable. When my staff showed me the photo in question yesterday, I was seeing it for the first time. I did not purchase the EVMS yearbook, and I was unaware of what was on my page. All right. Uh,
2: BS, by the way. B.S. You just you, you didn't see anything wrong with it at the time, and and, and look, I, I, I'll attempt to be honest here. I, I think that there's a lot of people who wouldn't see anything wrong, but that doesn't pass uh, muster in uh, the hyper political uh, filter with which through every everything is run nowadays. And and then I think he realized that because he had put a statement out saying that it it was him, but he wouldn't say which one the day before, and he was very sorry. He found himself in a pickle. He has to come up with a reason why, one, he would have uh, different recollections two days in a row, and how we might ascertain that this version of, of what he recalls is the more accurate one. So, rather than just saying, upon reflection and leaving it at that, he decided that he had to demonstrate how, how woke and aware he was of the whole blackface issue, Uh, going back to 1984 and beyond, the whole time, and how it would stand out in his memory. So in one of the more insane moves uh, in in politics that I've heard in a very long time, this is the way he gets there.
8: My belief that I did not wear that costume or attend that party stems in part from my clear memory of other mistakes I made in the same period of my life. That same year, I did participate in a dance contest in San Antonio, in which I darkened my face as part of a Michael Jackson costume.
2: So your press conference to prove you weren't doing a a blackface photo shoot in 1984 was... S- a story about the other time you did blackface in
3: 1984. <laughs> I, sh- you know, what happened. He came out and he said, "Yeah, that was me." Uh, the crap would to resign, and then like you know, twelve hours went by, and his people were like, you know, actually, you're you're a Democrat. We might be able to get away with this, right? And he's like, yeah, you're right. Hey, you know what? That wasn't me. I don't recall it, but there was this other time. I was confused. I'm sorry. And by today, it's going to be, you know, in a metaphysical sense, is there really a me? I don't even exist. So the photo doesn't exist, and I'm just I'm just shoveling. Right. I yeah. don't know. <laughs>
2: I didn't judge. I couldn't have murdered him. I was murdering another guy. Right. I can't murder two people at two different places at once. <laughs> not guilty. And because uh, and, and then the Q and A started after the statement, and they go around the room, and I, I it was really repetitive. They were really dumb questions. It was forty five minutes. I watched the whole thing, and it it, it was was not. There were a couple good questions, but most of it was just really lazy reporting. They don't care. Most of them don't care. And and frankly, they're probably a little embarrassed that they weren't the ones to get the scoop, because now that's the only thing they now care about. But ultimately, they, there wasn't the activist-style questions that, that a Republican would get thrown at them, or the types of questions that were being thrown at uh, politicians surrounding any of the Kavanaugh stuff. But... Never mind the uh, the inherent bias there. There was one young reporter who did have a good question, and damn near got the uh, governor of Virginia to do a moonwalk. He was eyeing space for it. You saw that, right? Yes, as as uh, proof. This it's like you know what that was. That's like the real life version of those mo- those dramatic movies where they're suing a company for polluting the water. And just as the CEO is about to take a sip, they're like, by the way, we brought that water in special for you from, you know, from like Aaron Brockovich kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the reporter's like, oh, oh, so the, you didn't do that blackface, but you did the one where you're Michael Jackson? All right, fine, prove it. Moonwalk.
8: Um, the people that do that kind of research, um, perhaps they should have looked at that.
2: You said that the competition in San Antonio
9: was a dance competition?
8: Yes. That you the
9: moonwalk? That's right. Are you still
3: able to moonwalk? Uh.
2: That pause is him looking over to the right side of the stage where there's open space to make sure he's got enough moonwalk area. And then the look on his wife's face is phenomenal.
0: Inappropriate circumstances.
3: My wife says inappropriate circumstances. She would murder you. I'm only allowed to moonwalk if I have my sequined socks on. <laughs> I left him at home. I didn't know I was going to be asked to do this. So I'll, I'll come back tomorrow with the sequin socks.
2: <laughs> I, I got nothing. Again, I got no beef against his wife, but now I hate her. But only for that one reason. You should have let the man moonwalk. That is a moment in political history that would be. Just think about those, you know, the Dukakis popping out of the tank, those famous historical political moments that stand out. George Bush trying to, to walk through that door that was shut in China. You remember that? Although, then Barack Obama did it at the White House, so, uh, you know, those stand out in my mind. But the governor doing a moonwalk?
3: How did you rob me of this? Not only the moonwalk, but as you know, once he does the moonwalk, MJ would always do the spin afterwards. Yes. So we missed out on the moonwalk and the spin. (sighs) And going up on his toes. Dang. Right? We're not going to get that back either. Never. Never. That's unfortunate. Oh, look at that. Look at the clock.
2: All right. Oh, well, that's the problem. I'm looking at the clock, and it's all broken. So, uh, 6.52? We'll take a break. Be back. Hang on. This is the Bell Kyle Plumbing Fox Sports Report.
3: From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Ralph Irvin.
10: The New England Patriots are the world champions. Takes the snap. Drops to the knee.
3: And the Patriots have won their sixth Super Bowl title. In the early 2000s, they won three of four. Now they have won three of the last five. Yes, it's still a dynasty.
10: WBZFM and the Patriots Radio Network with the call as New England takes Super Bowl 53, beating the LA Rams 13-3 with the win. Tom Brady becomes the first player to ever win six Super Bowls. Of course, Bill Belichick, eight career Super Bowl wins six as a head coach all with the Patriots Sunday in the NBA Kyrie Irving scored 30 points and eight Celtics finished in double figures as Boston outscored Oklahoma City 134 129 Toronto a 121 103 winner over the LA Clippers Kawhi Leonard led the way with 18 points
5: There are at least 3 ways to listen: FM, the iHeartRadio app, and the podcast. KC is on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad.
2: No, that's how it works. How do you not How do you not know this stuff?
5: Ross is pointing
2: to what he feels were deficiencies in the officiating of the Super Bowl yesterday. No, there's a rule. It's a little known rule that if you if your team loses ten yards on a tackle on a on a bad run call, then you get a first down.
3: Okay, I'm just saying I never saw that that call before.
2: Yeah, it's very it specific kind of in, okay. where it, ha- it, it how it happens specifically in
3: the Super Bowl. Okay,
2: but not for everyone. Right. Yeah. All right. So good. Glad we learned. We'll be back. Hang on. Seven oh seven here on the KCO Day radio program. It's Monday, yay Monday! I have a headache. Can't imagine what caused that. We uh, we, were, we were having some very deep uh, off the air discussions about uh, some of the very Super Bowl commercials. Uh, no, 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 not just the commercials themselves. Although there there were a few that uh, stood out for oddness, uh, soul-crushing despair, um, but, you know, one of the the discussion we were having is where people are of the opinion that Super Bowl commercials are just not as funny as they used to be, and I can't imagine why that would be. Hmm. Ross, any theories as to why they may not be as... Yeah, I've got a few. Oh! Oh! Okay! Yeah! yeah. Give us some. Thought, Pretty huh?
3: much, you can't make fun of anything anymore because oh, yeah, if you do, that. yeah, you're offending someone. So what you get are these vanilla bland commercials. I watched. Right? I
2: watched Joe Rogan uh, do his interview with that comedian who did Columbia University, and they they hooked him off stage because I, I didn't know the really the joke that he did, and he was at. It, it was weird because I watched that on like Friday because I, I fell in a YouTube ra- uh, hole of uh, you know time kill, and. He actually made a comment in the podcast uh, talking about that, talking about how it impacts, it's not just comedians, but it's impacting uh, all areas of uh, entertainment, and it makes people's jobs a lot harder. So, yeah, I'd say you might be on to something. Did, were there any commercials you laughed at? Any of them? I thought the Bud Light ones weren't bad. The Bud Light Game of Thrones, I did not see the Game of Thrones thing coming. No, I didn't either. I thought that was good. Mostly because I can't believe that Anheuser-Busch is like, yeah, go ahead and kill our hero. Oh, spoiler. And it's, it's you know it's the, it's the Bud Light night, typical thing. He's getting there. He's jousting. There's obviously some, uh, some low shots of the camera, so you don't see what's about to happen. And then he just gets rocked, and then the dragon comes and fireballs everybody. And then it says, Game of Thrones, uh,
3: final season,
2: blah, 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 whatever the date was. So that was pretty
3: good. The Microsoft one with the special needs kids and the video game controllers?
2: Yeah. Holy
3: crap, that was good. That I, you was a good ad.
2: No, and that's the thing. You don't have to be funny to be a good ad necessarily. And uh, uh, Verizon's doing something, too, um, for the Gary Sinise Foundation. So the advertising they did and then some of the social media stuff, and that's a first responders. It's a very good one. So, I, 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 you know, I can appreciate if you're going to take the time to do something. Sure, you're marketing at the end of the day. But whether you're Microsoft or Verizon or any of the rest, but you know, it's also some prime real estate. So if you can, if you can do that, uh, and uh, also you're not, I, here's what I didn't see that I thought um, we were going to see a lot more of: uh, social justice of Palooza. And by the way, so considering how good the the Bud Light, some of the Bud Light commercials were, why then did they also decide that they had to go the other route? <laughs> Ross and I are divided on the corn oil, uh, the the corn syrup thing. I just think it's stupid. I think that the last thing that anyone actually uh, is is basing their beer drinking uh, or their beer purchase decision on is corn syrup.
3: Right? Because uh, when you're drinking, you're thinking, "What's in my beer?" You just well, is, maybe my beer. That's all I care about. Like if does there's pump-
2: drunk? if there's pumpkin in the beer, then I want to smash right. it against the wall. So I am kind of. But uh, when you're going, you know, standard American lager, and then, you know, there's a lot of artistry to the commercial.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
7: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
6: Sorry, sorry, we're here.
5: We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boy, were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: They got the giant vat of uh, corn syrup, and they're hauling it all over to, to Miller to Coors
3: Castle yeah, I like and all the, that. Yeah, I like the different the idea of the different castles. Thought that was funny.
2: But, at the end of the day, I, is that moving the needle on beer? So, I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the one of the, the, there's, a, there's quite a few problems that are out there um, if you are a biller or your Budweiser from a product or from a market share standpoint, which is steadily decreased and has required innovation in, in some instances. To compete with the changing preferences of people, that's not to say that if you, you hand me a Budweiser, I'm over at your house, I'm going to go. No, I'm not going to drink that. But I, I, yeah, I wasn't drinking Budweiser yesterday. Um, wasn't drinking Budweiser. I was drinking uh, some beers from uh, one of the a, a local brewery here in North Carolina. Now they're they're standard. They're not you know pumpkin caramel crap, but it's a little higher alcohol volume. It 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 feels like there's more there's more beer there. And I did, that's I had several to choose from where I was at, and that's the one that I chose. Nothing against either uh, either Budweiser or Miller or any of the rest of them. So you, you just have that natural progression. So when you're gonna take real estate uh, like that, um, you know, between that and the, the wind farm, shut up.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I missed the wind farm, yeah.
2: Oh, you didn't see the wind farm. It irritated me so much, I, I, I tweeted.
3: I think I checked out. Maybe at when when did that's that commercial you know air? Do you know, it was late. It yeah, was, I checked uh, out.
2: Yeah, so they're they're sitting there and they're just like, oh, you know, and 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 because the thing is, when you're when you're like, hey, our beer has it's a wind. See, it's wind. Wind makes our beer. The people who would care about that are not the ones who drink your beer, and they're not changing because you have a windmill to eat eagles. Okay, they <laughs> that's. So I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that, and it just it seemed like a pretty poor decision of how to use your time. The Andy Warhol commercial was interesting because
3: that was Andy Warhol, right? And I was thinking, so I was like, look, he, he ordered a Whopper with nothing on it. Weirdo, you're right. That's yeah. that makes Andy Warhol a weirdo. That's it. No, that's <laughs>
2: absolutely line uh, in the sand. And then dipping it in ketchup. Weirdo, this guy's problem the um that actually is an outtake from some movie from like, what it was it 82 they filmed it I' to say outtake but it was a scene film for something they didn't use and like you know I have to call this up I shut the, something like profiles of America or something like that and then they never they never used it and I get I guess if you're Burger King you're just like how do you even know that that exists is there like one old timer around there it just sweeps the floors around there and he's like hey Hey, 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 y'all remember that time Andy Warhol uh, ate, ate a Whopper with just a burger and did it in ketchup and we filmed it? Well, no. Uh, sh- sh- they're like in the vault blowing dust off of the reel. And then they went with that for their commercial. Sellout. <laughs> we remember when it was Hockey Campbell's. <laughs> it's not the first time. Just saying. And then this is when I finally lost my mind. Right here. Well, actually, the first part of the commercial, I didn't. I just didn't care because I don't care about sex in the city.
11: Hello. Good to see you again.
4: Likewise. Please.
11: Cosmopolitan. Nope. Tonight, I'll have a Stella Artois. <laughs> You're a Stella Artois.
0: Thank you. Thanks.
2: Okay, all right, fine. Not a sex of the city person, whatever. Tend to find and uh, even the snippets of that show that I've ever watched where they're all sitting around talking, pretty obnoxious. But I know some of you uh, are, are big fans, so good for you, yay. That's where the commercial needs to end. That's where the commercial needed to stop.
3: I had bad feelings as soon as it started because I could sense what was about to happen. What are you psychic? I, I kind of was in this instance. I was like, "All right, there's horse Face. You better not go there. It's a bar setting. It better not happen. I'm tell ta- I'm going to burn this thing down if it. Mmm. And then it happened.
1: Wild night, huh? Boy, Russian? No, Gary. Give me a Stella Artois.
5: Interesting twist. <laughs>
1: Excuse
12: me. Good
5: choice. Well,
1: changing could do a little good. <laughs> Dude abides.
2: Die in a fire, whoever came up with that. Does he abide? No! Really? He, for the right really? amount of money, he does. And then you got the cameo by the Dosseki's guy? Yeah. That was the only clever part of the whole commercial. Thank you.
3: The, so you you took the dude... We had a converse, a very important we meeting did. on this last week. We did on the air, and I predicted it was going to be something for like vodka because of the white Russian. Right. So that connection was there, but not in the way I thought it was going to go. Then the, the
2: very important meeting on this topic moved from off the air to management's office, where we wasted valuable company time attempting to predict where the dude will make an appearance. And at no point did somebody... Say it was going to be in a commercial with the the Sex and the City chick,
3: and we okay? threw, we threw some crazy ideas out there too in that meeting, like maybe it'll be a commercial for nihilism.
9: It would have been better. Nihilists.
3: It would have been better. But
2: no, you got to throw it in on the tail like, end of that, like
3: carpet stain remover.
2: They didn't even live in the same place. We don't know the backstory. How'd they end up in that restaurant together? Why are the waiters so incompetent?
3: Yeah, why is he in New York?
2: Doesn't make any sense. That's all I'm saying. Yes, Carolyn.
11: Hey, I just wanted to say first of all, I didn't understand half the commercial, probably because I'm old. And secondly, where were the? I mean, bring back the Doritos and the monkeys, those were funny and. Oh wow! I mean, right.
2: inter- monkeys, really? You want to
11: go there? <laughs> yeah. I. Mean, it's entertainment. It's the Super Bowl, so oh, okay. I don't. I don't want a political statement. I don't
2: want to feel bad because I don't support a certain cause. But I do like the read of the monkey. You know, I here's, here's the problem. The monkey thing got taken too far because then somebody decided that they were going to do some weird human centipede-style thing with the baby and uh, a puppy and then uh, mix it all together and then create some beast for Mountain Dew. And at that point, I think it killed the whole concept. You remember that commercial?
11: I do, but I mean, what's wrong with the Doritos? That was funny, and yeah, well,
7: you know. and I,
2: I, I, yeah, I don't disagree with you. Some of them are very funny, but um, yeah, yeah. You know, now nowadays, uh, who knows? I mean, some of it's what like what Ross was saying, but also some of it is just where people are trying to stand out, and it's not always in a humorous way. It's just in a well, and you saw it in that commercial. And thanks for the call, Carolyn. That commercial we talked about. You're resurrecting two characters from uh, shows and/or movies that have a certain cult following. The fact that you chose to put the two of them into a commercial together and irritate me, that's another thing entirely, but um, or the Andy Warhol thing, right? The opportunity to make a commercial for your product utilizing a guy who's been dead forever in a setting that it, it, you know that's a, in a setting where it looks as though it's a standard film commercial. How often do you get that? So they took an Iran with it, and they're going to stand out, and they'll get some conversation for it. So, uh, you know, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But uh, here's my question, and I want to talk about this because, obviously, there, we, there is some local stuff going on. Um, what's going on at Fuquay Verena? So I was watching I was watching some stuff, and, then I, and the, this is how I ended up in that YouTube rabbit hole, too, uh, uh, the other day as well. Because um, I watched a guy in the news being interviewed, and then I was looking at some of the stuff that people who live in Fuquay were posting on some of the, the little community stuff there. Um, so it's not, like there's, is there, there's big booms going on, and it's shaking people's houses in this neighborhood. Is that is that legit? Really? Somebody who lives there? Let me know. Is that actually? And by the way, are you if you have you theorized as to whether it is
3: the hollow earth people or the tremors worms? Do we know? Do we have any idea what it might be? There are theories from the hollow earth people slash the flat earth people that because similar sounds have been heard around the planet. Yeah, people well, the the, the, the booms, the Carolina coastal booms, is a thing. There's two things. They say one, it could be people are working on the dome that surrounds the uh, fire Earth, and the course. other camp and says, echoes. Yes. right, the other camp says what it is is the military is is, is digging tunnels underneath uh, to prepare for the apocalypse. Are these the tunnels that all the WalMarts are connected to? Yes. I haven't seen that theory in a
2: while. That's a good. One. That's that that you want to kill some time today. The secret tunnel and road system uh, that connects to all the Walmarts, which, by the way, will be the internment camps. Just, you know, so you know. So make sure you get a good spot. Which Walmart aisle would you like to be interned in? I'm just asking. Would it be the, the hunting and fishing aisle, because you got some survival stuff there? You want to be over by the pizzas in the front there? I'm,
3: I'm only eating potatoes, so it would have to be in the potato aisle.
2: I don't think that's a whole aisle. So produce. You want to be in produce. Correct. You'd yeah, have okay. to Yeah, my diet. Okay. All right. Well, so Sad. Ross calls produce. So there's uh, a lot there's of dibs that. on that one. Yeah. All right. 721 here on the KCO Day radio program. You want to weigh in on any of this? And uh, somebody who lives in the fuquay Arena area, uh, does it sound like the earth's uh, crumbling under you? Or is it, is it just this guy that was on the news? Which, by the way, he's showing the pictures of the house, too. He's like, look, uh, this stuff's all shaken and stuff. So that would be a little disconcerting. And I've actually had my house shake. They were driving a pylon um, near where I lived, or like very close to where I lived, and I had, there was stuff all over the floor. It was shaking. So I had to call the city, because I got no problem with them doing it, but there's, there's a way that they're supposed to do it. And it absolutely, it shook everything in the house. But that was them with a giant piece of equipment driving this huge pipe, or this pylon down for this thing that they were building there. And they had notified us it was going to be happening. So, the where it's just happening in the neighborhood where nothing's really going on, could be a little disconcerting. 888 934 7874. We can talk about all of that next. Hang
5: on. This is the Bell Kyle Plumbing Fox Sports Report. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles.
10: Here's Ralph Verbe. The New England Patriots won Super Bowl Fifty Three on Sunday. From
12: the eye, Michelle, the tailback behind
10: Devlin Brady under center gives to Michelle, runs it left, a dive to the end zone, touchdown Patriots. Michelle for six. WBZ FM and the Patriots Radio Network with the call of the only touchdown of the game. As New England beats the LA Rams 13-3, Tom Brady becomes the first player to ever win six Super Bowls. Julian Edelman named the game's MVP, finished with 10 catches for 141 yards. Toronto was a 121-103 winner over the L.A. Clippers on Sunday. Kawhi Leonard led the way with 18 points. While Kyrie Irving scored 30, and eight Celtics finished in double figures as Boston outscored Oklahoma City 134-129. Memphis snapped a three-game losing streak, beating the New York Knicks 96-84. That's 13 straight losses for New York. All right.
2: Uh, very long in the first segment. We got oh, we, okay. So we got a bunch of people from Quay and they're going to tell us if they're. It sounds like their town's exploding. I have a theory that too many people live on one side of the town, and it's ready to tip over. So we'll run it by our panel next here on the KCO Day radio program. Your calls coming up.
5: Are on the way as well as Kim Commando's digital update. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. So operating under the theory that the big booms they're
2: hearing down at Fuquay varina are largely an indicator that too many people live on one side of town and it's getting ready to tip over like Guam almost did. Um, I'm gonna need about half of you to move to the other side of town. So I you draw straws, or whatever you gotta do. But grab uh do me a favor though when you're moving, um uh get me a couple of the um growlers of the, the devil's tramping ground there at Aviator. Bring that. So that's what I was drinking yesterday, by the way. Did you know that stuff's like nine percent? I figured that out quick. Okay, I actually knew. I also got an email saying that uh, in Wake Forest last week they were hearing booms. So apparently uh, there's all sorts of uh, weird underground military testing going on. Ross, you live in Wake Forest. Um, You didn't hear anything? Well, that's because I'm a part of it. Oh, yeah, Yeah. that's true. And you wouldn't say anything. Of course I wouldn't. Yeah, you're with it. Okay, well, let's hear from some folks down in uh, Fuquay and uh, figure out what's up. Uh, Adam, what's up?
7: Hey, uh, yeah,
1: I live... Uh, I guess along the southern border around where Andrew is in Lake, Uh And I hear it. It's very loud. I mean, it sounds like dynamite going off, and at least within a couple of miles of where I live. So, um, I guess that's where
4: other people would be hearing it, too. Is Um, is it,
2: like, is this some new thing? Because I've always heard of the carrot, you know, out on the coast. In fact, they did a... um we did a television episode uh uh of where you could hear them I mean you could you could literally hear them on the uh, on there, but I just assumed with all the the military stuff we got going on down there that that's what you're hearing but
1: well honestly, I don't know what is causing it, but uh, it's I've been hearing it for the past couple months, and it's like early in the morning sometimes or actually late at night, so yeah okay. it's really weird.
2: All right. Well, what's your uh, what? It, you, you, again, it's um, and thanks for the call, there, sir. It's it's just interesting that you have different variations of it, but it's all the the same. The boom part of it in different places here in uh, North Carolina. So whatever Ross and his evil buddies are up to, uh, it is widely spread. I, you know, I, here's the thing. Um, I don't know, I don't know protocol for, um, any of the guys, uh, bopping the military jets around about where they're able, where they're allowed to, um, um, hit speed of sound. I don't, I don't know what the protocol is from a distance standpoint, but they don't even need to, to really shake things. And, you know, uh, I, can't, I don't even know what the travel time would be from Cherry Point or wherever these guys are coming out of, but when I go up in the summer up to the mountains, Ross, and I'm playing golf up there, you're up, you're up in the mountains. These guys, they zip the, uh, the fighter jets over from uh, one of the bases, and they're, they're doing mountain maneuvers, which requires them to be uh, a little low, so you'd be getting ready to hit a shot, then all of a sudden it sounds like a military flyover. It's really cool, but it echoes everywhere. And you got all that echoing going on before you're ever going to set, you know, set your sight on one of those jets up there. So again, I I don't know, and I don't know if that could be related. But the fact that it's uh, in Fuquay Verena, makes less sense than out over the water off the coast. Get what I'm driving at? Okay, uh, Greg, what's going on?
13: Hey, so I live in uh, Holly Springs, and uh, <clears throat> about every time I hear people talking about this uh, in Fuquay or on Holly Springs and whatnot, it's. Uh, a lot of times the Marine Corps will come and uh, use the artillery range over at uh, Fort Bragg. And uh, if the wind's just right, uh, you can hear it pretty good. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a loud rumble. Sounds like, you know, dynamite off in the distance. Uh, and sometimes you can feel the ground shake a little bit. So it could be that. I haven't uh, checked to see if you're in town or not. You'd think, though, that,
2: like, then if that's the case, living in, like, the city of Lillington would be unbearable just due to proximity. So, and I, yeah, I, it, I, I don't it, know if I've ever read anything where people in Lillington are hearing You would think that they'd hear them, obviously, uh, much more frequently than you, so.
13: Yeah, it's, it's loud, and a couple of years ago they did a, uh, there was a big uh, news article, I don't know if it was in the News and Observer or something else, but there was a, a, a whole write-up on it and, you know, how they come to town, and they, it's literally like 24-7 for weeks on end, they're out there just uh, booming it up.
2: Yeah, and, I, and thanks for the call. There's, there's a place south of Wallace, too, where they do some stuff. I'm very technical uh, with uh, knowing all of the uh, uh, military stuff around here. But um, and I only know that because I, I know somebody who lives down there and um, went and played golf with them down there. And they were telling me about, you know, all, all the stuff, that the, this little training area that they have over there. And, uh, but that it's pretty well known as to what it is. That's why it's odd when I'm sitting here and I'm trying to dissect it in a place where I've never really heard that before. Uh, Billy, what's up?
13: Hey Casey, good morning, man. Morning. I think I got a. I think I've got a, a an idea of what's going on. Uh, it sounds to me like it's a lot of my friends lighting up moonshine stills because they're just sick and tired of all that crap, brew crap in town. I
2: like your theory. But so... really,
13: yeah, yeah. So it's either that or or an aftershock of uh, when my wife is pissed off and slams the door. So it's got to be one of those two. Well,
2: what 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 would you do? <laughs>
13: So what what didn't I do? That's fair. All right.
2: All right. Well, you're probably in trouble for this call, sir, so I'll let you get to it. All right. Yeah, man. I think yeah. you're going to slam it. I'll see you. All right. Poor guy. Doors ain't cheap. I had to replace one not long ago. I didn't slam it. It was a long story. Uh, John, uh, Don, hello.
3: Hey, what's going on, bud? Not much. So uh, uh, I live and work in the Fuqua area, and
13: uh, there's two rock quarries, not within like less than a mile and so it just could simply be them blasting rock which is more than likely because i've
3: been in the quarry when they do it it's loud the whole everything shakes and you know it's when they do it sometimes they do it two or three times a day yeah and they you know do it again in about a month
2: Well, let me see you know what sir i'm going to do this because i net you, you now I recall at least for one of the quarries. I'm going to get a map out and see if this neighborhood's in proximity to them. Because I don't. I don't I, that, well, when they
3: do blast, you can feel it or or hear you know up to a mile away.
2: No, no, no. I got I got that. But this guy's showing oh. like uh, here's what here's what's happening in my house and it's knocking everything over. I mean that's really oh, that's yeah. really aggressive. And and I, the only thing I could compare it to was them uh, tamping down this big pylon thing on a, on the property next to me, which I just loved a few years ago, and it shook everything in my house. It was incredible, and it took them, uh, you know, a half hour to do it, and it was obnoxious, but um, I could see what it was immediately, so that's how I was able to uh, figure it out. These these folks are saying there's nothing near them, so. All right, well, I'm going to look at a map. Uh, I will run your theory. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Jason, go right ahead.
13: Hey, yeah, I got a theory on what's making the loud booms.
2: Okay, what's that?
13: Yeah, it's probably people shooting um, Tannerite, explosive targets. Huh, that is fun, isn't it? Yeah, I've done that before, and depending on how much you use, it can make some pretty loud boons.
2: You know, it's always interesting to see the level of confidence that people who've never, not you, sir, but who have never shot Tannerite uh, in, yeah. in doling out the amount they're going to use uh, on the first <laughs> go-around. People are very bold with the amount that they would uh, like to see. All right, well, who knows? Um uh, is there a uh, is there a, a shooting range uh, in in Fuquay or an I don't, range? I don't
13: I don't know about Fuquay, but that but the people talking about hearing that out towards Lake Forest, that's probably what it is.
2: Yeah, it could be. All right. Well, Ross didn't hear anything, or he's part of it, sir. So we're not getting any <laughs> answers there. But thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um. Yes. Uh. Lori. Hello. Good morning. Morning.
11: Um, I was born in Fort Bragg. I was raised in Fayetteville. Okay. Now I live in a, um, I have a Sanford address, but I'm closer to Lillington and Fort Bragg than Sanford. Yeah. This is simply military maneuvers. They go on all the time. If they think it's bad now, wait till the Marines come every summer, and it goes on for a couple weeks, nonstop, day, night, middle of the night. And I just think there's just been so much growth and construction and deepway and you know, cutting down trees that they're noticing it more. But we like to call it where I live the sound of freedom.
2: Hey, you know what? And and the other guy was essentially uh, uh, pointing that out. A caller said he lives in Holly Springs. He says the Marines come there, and yeah, I mean that would be the most likely. Admittedly, it's not the most fun though. We could, we like the Hollow Earth theory here on the show. We voted, but. Um, yeah, no, it's probably, it's, it's Occam's razor on this. You're probably right. So, and we
11: it's it's a a weekly thing at my house just because I'm so close, but some nights and days it's a lot louder and I think that's all they're hearing. And like I said, it's the sound of freedom. Get used to it. Love it.
2: Okay. All right. I'm good with that. And Marines like blowing stuff up. So we're good. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate it. Send Ross down there, and you know you can shoot some grenade launchers and stuff.
3: People are reporting that it's me actually digging a tunnel for a major heist. I want to say that isn't true. Is there a, a motorcycle there? So I can't comment on any of this. You can not true though. Get away, El Chapo style. Not a heist. Okay,
2: all right. Says so not a heist. Uh, Ray Staggs not buying it. Or Jeff Mar. Uh yeah. what's going on?
12: I think Ray's recovering from that Super Bowl.
2: Why? The Cowboys much, weren't there. Too much excitement. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> did did you did you watch it? did you stay up even Unfortunately, with the uh... I did, yeah, that was I'm paying for that decision this morning. would you say yeah. it was boring? People go, oh, there's a low score, it's boring, um, uh, well,
12: I think we're spoiled by the NFC and AFC championships that both went at overtime and pretty high scoring in this one, yeah,
2: yeah, and they even got one of those right, so yeah that's yeah, right. good, okay, all right, uh so uh I'm in shorts today because They were clean. Um, But I just point that out because it's going to be like a summery week around here, and I really appreciate what you guys are doing down there.
12: Hey, you know, we're trying to keep you happy and everyone else, I tell you. It's going to feel like spring. It's going to look like spring as far as some sunshine. And you're right about these temperatures way above average as we head through this work week, and then we'll cool down. Heading into Saturday and Sunday. In the meantime, though, sunny today. Light winds, a high eventually up to 67. So after a cool start to the morning, you can certainly put away the jacket this afternoon. A few clouds will drift in tonight. will drop to 43 and even warmer Tuesday. Sunny, a high of 73. High in the low 70s. Wednesday under a mix of clouds and sunshine. Dry with upper 70s Thursday and still dry Friday. will cool into the upper 60s, then upper 40s to low 50s by the time the weekend arrives.
2: Okay. Jeff Mar, thank you much, sir. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, Ross, I pulled out that map so I could check the Corey uh, few varina thing. And it just so happened that your new root cellar seems to go right under the gold depository. Really? That's weird. That's odd. Yeah, it's uh, no, nah, it can't be right. But well, yeah, I mean, you would you would have to like dig in that direction. You would have to. You, why would you do that? I don't know. So we're well, going to get to the bottom of that too and we'll get more of your calls and um, my the banana story, in fact, we'll call it the food segment, bananas and queso. My two favorite stories of the morning coming up here on the KCO Day radio program.
14: Despite all the privacy scandals, more than 2 billion people remain on Facebook. For them, the benefits are clear. They stay connected with family and friends. They find customers. They get the latest news, sometimes accurate, sometimes not. But all those perceived benefits come at a great cost. Kim Cammando with your Monday Consumer Tech Update brought to you by Simply Safe. The most innovative, comprehensive wireless protection for your home. Order yours at simplysafekim.com. Okay, Facebook is free, so where are the costs? At Stanford and New York universities, researchers have been measuring the effects of social media. They found that even temporarily quitting Facebook, say, for 30 days, will lead to greater happiness and satisfaction with their lives. A Facebook break also apparently cooled off highly partisan thinking an unwillingness to compromise, and a certain level of anger. This study used 3,000 heavy Facebook users who took the four-week Facebook break. Maybe Congress should try it. I'm Kim Commando.
5: Staying informed starts here with KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. Keep it here to stay connected on FM and the free iHeartRadio app.
2: So yesterday, there was a moment in time uh, that Twitter was how it used to be or how we would like it to be, where you have people put something up, there's blue checkmark people involved, there's uh, you know us regular folk involved, and uh, very creative humor emerges. And I was loving it. Now, don't worry. They ruined it. They found a way to ruin it. And if you didn't see it, it's the, the Fox News' Dana Perino posted a picture of her crock pot full of what generally it looks like after you hose off a shop floor. And she, <laughs> that's as accurate as oh, I can get Yeah, That's good eating, yeah. Yeah. And, she, and, just, and it just said, I made queso. And it's unlike any queso I'm familiar with. But people were. It was funny because Mo's Southwestern Grill corporate account just tweets back, "No, you didn't," which I thought was pretty funny. And then other people started posting pictures of like the blood from The Shining um, coming out of the elevator, and or the 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 Styrofoam uh, gourmet dinner from Fire Festival, the the cheese sandwich. The don't insult that cheese sandwich. And they're just like, "I made queso," and it was fu- <laughs> it was funny. It was clever. And then it happened. Cultural appropriation. Oh, shut up. Yeah. So anytime, anytime there's something you like, they'll find a way to destroy it. And Ross was telling me you guys eat queso too, so you're part of the problem. It's one of his favorite foods now. Lincoln's favorite,
3: favorite stuff to eat. He's into the queso. Loves it. Does your queso look like her queso? It does not look, no, it looks like actual queso. Oh, okay. Yeah, melted cheese.
2: <sighs> Why couldn't it just stay there? Why can't one thing just stay where it should be? Like, yesterday, between that and, and having to watch the dude do a commercial with the uh, Sex in the City theme, just so irritating. And somebody wrote, like, well, what if it's a Sex in the City chick doing a commercial with the, in a dude theme? Uh-uh. They're in New York, obviously. Because she's the regular there. Get it? So he had to go to her world, and that's not okay to sell some beer. Todd, what's up?
13: Hey, man. I was, um... In reference to the sound across the state um, that people are hearing. Yeah. Back in the 90s, my father was a uh, pilot in the Air Force, and he uh, flew the Blackbird. There's, it was a black project. Um, the Blackbird has since been decommissioned. But um, when they reached you know, Mach 4 and Mach 5, it's, you've got the sonic boom that also you, it can knock stuff over in the house. Is there a possibility you were touching on the military possibly training in that area? Could the Air Force be...
2: Well, I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure the Air Force isn't uh, isn't allowed to over residential areas in, in Class B airspace, uh, a la RDU, in that proximity, uh, be breaking the speed of sound. I, I think they would generally frown upon that. But I do. I remember when I was uh, down in California, um, they would they would they would put it in the paper if Vandenberg Air Force Base was going to launch something, and. and and this was down in Santa Barbara and that's like an that's over an hour away and you could right. hear it you could hear it there because it would echo along the waterfront but the fact is that even though we've heard about the ones in in uh, on the coastal areas i've never heard of them inland that's why the story is just fascinating to me so thanks for the call there appreciate it uh justin real quick what's up
3: hey
1: justin hey um years ago i was in construction young guy yeah. What it is, is all the building that's going around, there's mobile units that come out. Like when you're building a subdivision, if you're digging for grade or digging for pipe and you hit rock, they have another company come in with drills, break they it, drill yeah. the rock, yeah. and they blast it. That's that's why you won't hear it on Sundays, and you won't hear it like at midnight and late, uh, late at night.
2: I love how many different theories and, and the fact that it could be overlap on a variety of things going on. That's great. Uh, also positive via email, the Langoliers. And if that's true, we'll find out. It's it's going to suck. but um, So keep them coming. We've got a whole other hour to go. And food news kicks off at 8.05. You do not want to miss the next segment. 7 here on the KCO Day radio program. Good morning everybody. I'll give you a quick uh, rundown of the wide variety of fun and exciting topics uh, we have going this morning uh, on the air and uh, even off the air. Very important news discussion happening. Um so a few things, I don't know uh, if you know yesterday um the Super Bowl. Probably heard something about that. Okay. And so you got your standard uh, every day, hey, what did you think of the commercial discussion? Even if I don't bring it up, people call anyway. So it's just something in the background and whatever. And they destroyed the legacy of the dude, and I'm not happy. So putting him in with the the sex and the city lady, making him go to New York, switch up what he drinks, and then drop the catchphrase, the dude abides, no thank you, not today. So uh, we got that for you. Uh, fewquave arena I was watching there's um, they were interviewing some guy and uh, the whole uh, booms these uh, the loud in his case vibrating things in his house kind of uh, uh, big rumbly sounds he's talking about uh, mere uh, a lot of what you've heard from things that happened down on the Carolina coast. in fact it's been part of a documentary. I remember watching it. But it's in Fuquay, and then people told me it was happening in Wake Forest last week. So apparently the entirety of North Carolina is under attack from something. So uh, we're coming up with theories on that. And the other half of Foodgate, if I could, did anyone uh, over the weekend... Because this was on Fox News where I saw this, too. They did a piece on, uh, like, Meghan Markle. And normally, as soon as they get into anything that the the, the British royalty folks are up to, I just... I tune out because I don't care but I couldn't it's the way that it opened was Megan Mar- it was a shot of a bunch of prostitutes and then they went to Megan Markle and I'm like okay I'm interested what's going on and they did a whole feature piece on Megan Markle um, who came up with an idea and I'm not making this up to write inspirational messages on bananas and then give them to hookers so brave <laughs> So, so brave. (laughs) I'll let you make the joke in your own head. In fact, you're right. It is brave. And I was inspired, so I went to Harris Teeter and I bought all the cucumbers. And I headed down to Newburn Avenue. And it's it's really awkward. I didn't write anything on them, because whatever. I'm lazy. But one thing, real real quickly, if you're going to undertake this form of charitable act, which is uh, uh, buying phallic fruit or vegetables and giving them to sex workers, is... If there's two of them, you don't want to have a huge size differential in the cucumber. You provide one over the other because then they think you're judging. So it's really important that they you you get uh, uniform uh, uniformity on the cucumbers you purchase. See, I did the same thing in Durham, but it was with zucchinis. Really? Yeah. That was, okay. I wonder who bought it because all mm-hmm. of the zucchinis right. were gone when I got there. So that was good for you. <laughs> oh, all right, so I'm going to take a Sharpie and I'm going to write on this banana and 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 then uh, Fox News and others, it says, "You are strong, you are special. you are brave on a banana. And I'm four, so I, I think I'm four, I've maybe turned five this year in uh, in maturity level, so I, I I laughed for a bunch of horrible reasons, really. But hey, that's just me. All right, to the phones, here we go. Uh, Joe, what's up?
13: Not much, but with what you're talking about, did you also give them gloves? Because the eye moms and Sheik say that you need to have no. a room with the gloves for Halal. Wh- you know?
2: Wh- what? Where are we going with the- No, no, no. Get to what you were going to talk about. So,
13: okay. Yeah. Well, about the big booms over in v- 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 Quay and stuff like that, you do know that uh, they have practice ranges on the Atlantic coast there. And just like uh, sonar, when you have different types of temperatures and salinity, the... Uh, the sound will not penetrate sometimes, and it bounces and reflects. So what's probably happening, you've got them doing aerial dogfights over the Atlantic. and Because of the temperature variation and whatnot, the stuff's coming all the way in inland until it finds a place where it can uh, basically come down to the ground, and that's what they're hearing. Now, there is a second theory, but I, got, I kind of asked you to kind of hold up for a second. And it could be al-Qaeda camps from the illegal aliens because we don't have a wall.
2: Why <laughs> <Any laughs> did questions? I think of that? How do you practice blowing
13: yourself up? Uh, they, they tend to when they do the improvise. When they get the recipe wrong, they go boom.
2: So you th- your theory is either military maneuvers, which right. in a state with so much uh, military presence is a possibility, correct, or... Secret Al Qaeda training camps in the woods yep. of Fuquay Varina. Yep,
13: safest place to be if you're in the. Your sometimes I feel like I United just States. want to
2: repeat it, just so you you know everyone's.
13: That would be I'm the safest place. What? <laughs> yeah, there's probably somebody's backyard. They just probably just got them blowing a the stump out there's practice.
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, keep
2: All an yourself. eye out for camels. You let me know, okay? Roger that. Okay. Joe's on the watch. Ross, when's the last time you were in your backyard? You didn't probably... How do you know there's not an al-Qaeda training camp in your backyard? I don't, you don't know, know. What those
3: monkey bars are for, but they're definitely not for, you know, in al-Qaeda insurgents. Right. So I'm saying. Okay. Not guilty. <laughs> it's obvious. Come on, man. The uh... safest place to practice is Tweetsie Railroad. That's what I'm saying.
2: You know what? They can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And it just, if it saves me two minutes of traffic going through there, I don't want to get hurt. Just, you know. So, secret Al Qaeda training camps adjacent to
3: giant military bases. And not, I don't but know. They never s- suspect it, you know? That's right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sorry. Did not see that coming this morning.
2: Uh, yes, John, what's up?
1: Hey, what's going on? Well, we
2: solved we solved the boom, sir, so it's Al-Qaeda. Oh, did you? Yeah, apparently.
1: Okay, well, I guess the uh, crap people from South Park wouldn't uh, need wouldn't to of that list.
2: Well, maybe they're in league with Al-Qaeda, sir. I don't know. Oh,
1: well, maybe. Yeah, if that would be terrifying. The, uh, if it's not the crap people, it's got to be a man
2: why? Why you got to bring? Why you got to bring that up?
1: Well, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm serial, super serial.
2: You got man, bear, pig. I don't want Al Qaeda getting any ideas because obviously they're within range of my signal, sir. So we shouldn't arm them with ideas. Oh no, definitely not. Okay, all right. Well, that's, I just want—I just want to make sure I don't want—I don't want to have my fingerprints on it. And neither do you. That's all I'm saying. So, all right. Thanks for the call, there. So he says, "Crab people working with Al Qaeda." I don't know why the TV station didn't just come interview us. Obviously, we have answers, which nobody in their package did. Uh, Tom, what's going on?
1: Hey, buddy. Um, just uh, an idea on your booms around Peepway. Eh? Yes, sir. Just telling your man there. Uh, uh, I do the drilling for a lot of these quarries around here, man. And uh, we're under a pretty strict uh, uh, deadline to shoot before 3 or 4 o'clock every day. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it can't be us uh, unless it's, you know, happening before then.
2: Well, plus rock quarries always get a bad rap because rock quarries are generally out in the middle of nowhere, and then somebody builds a housing development next to them, and then people in the housing development complain. Oh,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, the hand quarry yeah. over there on Durley Road you used to yeah. drill over there. And uh, if the air wasn't just right, like the caller uh, a couple before me was talking about, that's called inversion. And the sound will bounce off cold air fast and uh, it causes uh, a lot of grief for them guys over there off the early road.
2: Would, um, in your opinion, sir, with your experience, would an abandoned rock quarry be a good place to house a secret jihadi training facility?
1: (laughs) No, because once they get down in the damn thing, they'd be trapped, and, you know, you could pick them off one by one just, you know.
2: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. But then you wouldn't be able to
5: see them real easy, so. Well, uh, you know, they're mostly flooded, so. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered com. It's
11: my little escape.
5: Now Judy's the life of the party.
11: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
5: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to chumpacasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
3: Ch-ch-chumba.
5: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, you know, it's yeah. a good place to die for people like that.
2: Okay, well maybe we should encourage it then. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Very good. So Tom says, get Al-Qaeda in the hole and shovel right on top of them. I'm good with that. Uh, Michael, yes. Yes,
13: yeah, so I think it's the inflatable green waving men uh, invading.
2: Well, they don't invade, sir. They protect.
13: Yeah, but you never know. They could have turned AI. Look what happens.
2: Well, that's true. They don't really have the ability to move other than upward. You know what I'm saying?
13: Hmm. I, hear you.
2: I've I never, hear you. I've never seen one chasing anybody. I've seen it taunting people. They're good at taunting. But do they all jump at the same time? That's a good point. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep it in the theory bucket, okay? Good, good. All right, Ross, you've heard a lot of theories. Anything uh stand out to you as a maybe? It
3: could be the VC digging tunnels underneath North Carolina. So, they it's been the long game, the long con. So we you, pulled out, but they came over here.
2: That's a good point. We need yeah. to finish the fight. I'll, you know what? That goes in the bucket as well. Oh, wait, nobody you. Nobody brought that up. By the way, I was just reviewing, you your, good point. reviewing your uh, root cellar here, and right. now it appears to not only uh, traverse underneath the uh, gold depository, uh-huh. but it then veers under the diamond exchange. No, I don't know. That's um, it's a really weird... Most of those things are like square or rectangular, you mind, know what I'm saying?
3: Mind your own business.
2: Yours is very tunnel just saying. Uh, yes, Tammy, what's up?
11: Hey, good morning. Morning. Um, I'm calling from Virginia. I live right over the Virginia Carolina line, and we too feel those booms sporadically to where the house would shake. So I don't know if it's military, because I mean, we're in south central Virginia. It would be interesting to find out what, what's making that noise and that, that rumble and sound.
2: Where are you near Danville? Yes. Yeah. Maybe at night the people uh, are um, taking the tanks out of that museum up there and, you know, do <laughs> you consider that? Could be. Okay. All right. Could well, be. There you go. See, we got another theory Thanks. out there. Thanks for the call there, Tammy. I would say if it's in Virginia, the highest likelihood is, you know, when you're at a campfire and you hear the wood pop? Well, imagine you're the governor of the state and you're burning a giant cross. <laughs> and, <laughs> right?
3: That would make a big boom, right? Am I wrong? It wasn't him, man. Oh, that's right. Pulled it was Shaggy him. Defense. It wasn't me. <laughs> okay. All right. My bad.
2: My bad. I apologize. 818. Back in a moment.
5: Getting Connected starts at 6 a.m. with KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News on 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad.
14: All
2: right, well, uh, one more theory, if I could. Somebody just sent me a picture of a map where they've drawn a line through it, a straight line. Like, you put a ruler down on a map, and you would connect, in this case, New York City with Cancun, Mexico, and it runs right through Fuqua and they're convinced it's a giant El Chapo tunnel. And, so, and that Cancun would be the closest uh, portion of Mexico, which may or may not be the case. I'm, I'm unconvinced as to whether that little part there by McAllen, Texas is closer, but the point stands, sir. Of course, that would require the tunnel, the giant uh, 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 thousands-of-miles-long tunnel, to also run under the Gulf of Mexico, so... It would be quite the public works project. Is all I'm saying. But thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, cobble together a map. I do appreciate it. All right, let's see here. A couple other things. Um, let me just let me just dispel this. By the way, the the amount of worked up. That people got over the arrest of a rapper I've not heard of Twenty One Savage, which by the way I did I, I mean I now know more. Uh, basically, a Atlanta-based rapper, but originally from the United Kingdom. Yeah, straight fire. You know nothing about him. Name one song he sings. I've got
3: nothing. Okay.
2: Anywho, uh, the Twenty One is a reference to a gang in Decatur. And Savage, I think it's just Savage. Or maybe he's Fred's brother. I don't, the, po- the point is, the guy uh, came to the United States in 2005. And in 2006, he had his um, his visa expired and he never left. Well, he was taken into custody for uh, an immigration violation. Uh, he's in the, you know, uh, deport him. And people are like, see, this is Trump... This is Trump. What he's doing is he's just cracking down on on uh, on black people. I saw uh, where it's racist or it's it's meant to send a message. And the answer is, um, the dude bragged about it. He was doing interviews about how he was here illegally. And by the way, do you want to start a trend? where they where uh, did we arrest all rappers for things they claim to have done in their song cuz you're going to need a giant building. I mean just think about that for just a moment. But the guy the guy was here illegally. I don't even know if it was the fact that he was bragging about it more so the the fact that he was here illegally and He had a felony arrest, uh, and let me just, uh, when was that? I'm going to pick out which year that was. Um, They say that he was arrested as part of a targeted sting, and he had been convicted of a felony drug charge in October of 2014 in Fulton County, Georgia. So he's somebody who's here illegally and has a felony. Literally the exact people that Donald Trump and, and ICE have said that they're targeting the high-priority individuals. And I would also point out, they're not deporting him, so he's going to have to go be, you know, just some warlord, hellhole nation. He's, he's got a ton of money, and they're sending him to London. I think he'll make it. Right, he's not being returned to a destitute Guatemalan Guatemalan village where you could you could raise concerns about the leadership. He's they're dropping him off in Chelsea. You know he's going to be okay. He'll make it. And I don't know if you know this, they got rappers over there and they got recording studios and all sorts of stuff and the internet and everything will be fine. People, just chill out. But for some reason, there was a lot of energy expended on that. Uh, wait, hold on. Carrie, what's up?
11: Hi, Casey. I was just calling regarding these booms that everyone is hearing underground.
2: Yes, yes,
8: yes, yes.
11: And, uh, I was telling your producer that, um, since Alexandria Ocasio Cortez thinks that the world's going to end in 12 years due to climate change, I'm sure the rich are tunneling underground and building cities where they can all go live.
3: Well, and
2: then then they got to get away from Al Qaeda, too. So it's terrifying out here but deporting rappers. It's not my America. We'll be back. Hang on.
5: You're getting connected with KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. Smart talk and news all day on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad.
2: Uh Uh-oh, we got yet another controversy? Oh, good. Why not? Everybody's got to have something to be irritated about. So, uh, in addition to queso-gate, which if you don't know what that is, I'll fill you in on that if you just joined us. Uh, Basically, uh, Dana Perino tweeted that she made queso and then sent a picture of uh, what it looks like when you flush a septic tank in a crock pot. Did not look good. But, who knows, right? I didn't taste it. Maybe it's delicious. And it was funny for a long time because people were not being uh, jerks and political about it, even though she's a Fox News personality. And it, the funniest was uh, the um, uh, um, Moe's Southwest Grill corporate account tweeted, no, you didn't, which I thought was very funny. And then people started sending pictures of other things that were clearly not queso, including the, uh, the cheese sandwich styrofoam salad shot from Fire Festival. And, but with the line, I made queso. And everything was great, and it was just how Twitter should be, and then somebody started a cultural appropriation thing. Well, uh, controversy uh, numero dos. See what I did there? Um, that was the halftime show with Adam Levine, which, I it was funny because I read reviews this morning on it, I'm, and these reporters that are supposed to be entertainment reporters we're all like, it was, you know, it was uh, nothing special. It was just very routine. And you could tell they were irritated because he didn't go out and make some big political statement. And it's like, you know, what, that's obviously what's got you so irritated that you're writing this like this. Just say it. Because I know you're thinking it. And then there was the part where when Adam Levine, the lead singer from Maroon 5, was on stage initially... He was wearing a shirt, looked like it was cobbled together from the Target Home collection, and so people started posting pictures of all the throw pillows they have that match his shirt, which I that was humorous. But when the shirt came off, the controversy erupted. All right. And if you're still not picking up on what it is, you ready? How come Adam Levine can show his nipple? Oh no. But Janet can't.
3: Right. And that tattoo that he had of Janet over his nipple. So uh. I mean, inappropriate. Is just that, mocking is these people. You, he mocked, that think, the, yeah. That's what you think that is.
2: <laughs> it's a little angel, man. Just right? having to have a picture of. Right. He got. The, I just think the, the 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 worst is the part where you get California tattooed across your belly. <laughs> <laughs> you hate to see that. You do. Yeah, you do. You really do. So that's the controversy. And I'm sitting there and I'm reading the write ups here. Yeah. So Twitter was upset in. Pictures from the night brought to mind one of the most iconic and controversial halftime performances of all time. That of icon and legend Janet Jackson. I don't need to remind you that Janet did the the Super Bowl back in 2004 with Justin Timberlake. However, during the duet, Justin ripped away part of Janet's top, revealing her nipple for just a moment. And while it might have just been an unfortunate wardrobe malfunction... What followed was chaos. As a result, although both Janet and Justin were involved, she was the one blacklisted by US radio. Um, I'm in radio. I don't know if you know this. What the hell are they talking about? I just I just looked in our system to see how much Janet Jackson we have in our in our rotation system for our music stations. We have twenty seven Janet Jackson songs in the system right now. And they don't, just, they don't just keep things in here we don't use. So that means that within our, um, what do we have, like 800 stations or so? I don't know, maybe not that many. We've got 150 different cities that this company operates out of, plus the iHeartRadio app. Janet's in rotation. And if you go and you put Janet Jackson in your iHeartRadio app right now for the customized channel, guess what you're going to hear? Janet Jackson. You know why? Because Janet Jackson's had a lot of pits. <laughs> And that's, in radio, generally you play songs people are familiar with so that they'll continue to listen to your radio station. Okay? All right, good. So you're just making stuff up in your article, people. Uh, Will, what's going on?
1: What's happening, my hero? How are you just morning? Uh, you know,
2: hungover, not going to lie. So, uh,
1: I can't argue with that. Yeah. Now, uh, back to this explosions across Franklin County and other places, you could bring in such...
2: And yeah, that's in Franklin, too, huh? Well. In okay. the
1: Joston County area, where I'm from, most of us would just turn and look at one another and say, well, there goes another meth lab.
2: That's fair point, sir.
0: With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: You know, we had a batch of bad propane a few years ago. We lost seven in two weeks' time. It was terrible for the economy.
2: Well, you know, the, the thing is, if I was to hear a big boom in Johnston County, I don't know if I'd think anything of it, just knowing some of the folks I know down there that like may have just stumbled across some quarter sticks of dynamite and wanted to spend a Saturday having fun. Well that's what we do go on the, you know we, take, we can go fishing. Mm-hmm. We can go fishing, you can blow blow stuff up, blow other stuff up. It's uh, you know, it's a good way to spend the day. Don't do that, kids. Um so just yeah. A good, just a good in South County. Absolutely, sir. Appreciate the call. Let's get back to it. I've told that story, haven't I? Where we found so we actually found some, me and my buddies found some in like a um in a lot of, for those of you who are unfamiliar with this, in a lot of, uh, and I don't know how popular it is here, but it's very popular to have um, flat, not structures that you can see from the road, but like flat sheds that are sunk into the ground in some of our larger alfalfa fields, because they're, they're quite a distance out to there, and so you can keep various things there, and so we used to store stuff, and go. we would treat it as, uh, you know, when we were little, we, that was a fort, man. It's her own little fort there, and nobody can see the fact that that thing exists from the road if they if they happen to drive by. And in one of them, in, when I was in high school, we basically there's a bunch of old like st- we'll just call them for lack of a better word like storage drawers, but they're cutouts on the side that have wood paneling over them. And we found some like old t- uh, old uh, smaller dynamite for stump blasting back there, and we had a friggin' ball. And I got in so much trouble for that. So that's how I'd roll. And then if the neighbors were hearing booms, um, it would be, you know, that would be me being a dumb kid. A really dumb kid in reflection, but um, at the time we thought it was great. And then we caught the dam on fire. And then it rained. So someone was looking out for me that day. Ah, memories. Okay, 843. 843. Uh, let's go ahead and get uh, Jeff Marr from the Weather Channel in. Hello. Ah, the good old days of blowing stuff up with found dynamite. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fond memory. Ah, and yes. then starting a small fire. Uh, so um, I'm sitting here and looking out the window, beautiful sunshine. Uh, check the extended forecast on the uh, Weather Channel app and this is exactly what we need after whatever the heck that was last week.
12: Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. It is going to look like spring and feel like spring here as we head into this work week with some very comfortable temperatures during the afternoon hours. A little bit on the cool side during the nighttime and early morning hours. So if you're about to head out here the next couple of hours, a little bit on the cool side, but plenty of sun into the afternoon. Light winds at a high today of 67. That's almost 15 degrees above average. Tonight, a few clouds will drift in as we drop to 43, and it's sunny and even warmer tomorrow with a high of 73. Highs will hit the 70s again on Wednesday and Thursday with a mix of clouds and sunshine. Turning cloudy Friday with a high in the upper 60s, then colder by the weekend with highs in the upper 40s to low 50s.
2: Alrighty, sir. Do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll come back and chat with Patrice Sakura from Bloomberg News coming up next. <music>
5: Or, for the first time, open the iHeartRadio app and search KCO Day for the podcast. It's uh, 849, your Bloomberg Update being
2: brought to you this morning by Hendrix Business Systems. Patrice Sikora joining us. Good morning.
9: Good morning. How are you?
2: Uh, you know, a little tired. but. Oh, uh, you
9: stayed up for the game?
2: Yeah, if you want to call it that.
9: Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. I didn't bother. Um, but you saw the Bud Light commercial, right? Which the Bud one? The that- well, it went after Miller Light and Coors Light for using corn syrup., <sighs> yeah, well, now they've got the corn growers all upset uh, f- apparently after those spots, the National Corn Growers Association tweeted at Bud Light that America's corn farmers are disappointed in you. They thanked Miller Light, Coors Light for supporting our industry.
2: I got no beef, I got no beef with with uh, uh, corn growers, good for mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. but I mean the 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 whole uh, high fructose corn syrup yeah. is a legitimate beef. I don't know that it's moving the needle on beer purchases, I, especially I among domestics.
9: No, I don't think it does.
2: But you know, it was, well, I was so more it irritated is, yes. with the the part where they thought that putting a commercial about windmills was somehow going to get some hipster to go. You know what? I should drink Budweiser. Mm. It just seemed like wasted real estate.
9: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you. Much I'm rather you. watch
2: the dragon come eat the the night. So
9: that was a really neat morph there. Starting out as a Bud Light and ending up as Game of Thrones. Yeah,
2: usually. The fact that they're like, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and kill our hero. Yeah. (laughs) Holy (laughs) cow.
9: It's like, whoa.
2: So I'll give him credit for that, but yeah.
9: (laughs) Well, then this one's for Ross. Apparently, um, McCormick, the spice company, they're using artificial intelligence to anticipate what we will like to eat. The company believes its alliance with IBM will allow it to use computing power to draw from past product formulas and consumer preference data, and McCormick will actually start selling its first line of products developed this way by the middle of this year. Um, One example, apparently one of their researchers was trying to make a better tasting pizza topping. So the product developer, McCormick, asked his computer for advice, and the response was to add cumin, and apparently it ended up being tastier. So what I'm else?
2: gonna I'm gonna let a computer not that doesn't have a vested interest in me pick um, what I'm
3: going to put inside of my right. body. The computer keeps <laughs> telling me to eat people for its energy. that? <laughs> <Yeah.
9: laughs>
3: <laughs> you want arsenic? Yeah.
2: <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. So what, looking forward you, to that. What you got for me? Oh boy, we got all sorts of stuff. Did you see okay. the Did you see the uh, the ke- uh, queso gate? No. So uh, Fox News uh, host Dana Perino. Hmm. Uh-huh. Um. Put a, a posted a picture of a crock pot full of what I'm assuming the inside of a septic tank looks like. Oh. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't look like queso, but whatever. And <laughs> she just were... wrote, "I wrote, I made queso." Oh. And uh, Moe's Southwest Girls corporate account tweeted back her. She said, "No, you didn't." <laughs> and then people started posting a bunch of pictures of other things that were clearly not queso, <laughs> and writing, "I made queso." I and like one of them was, remember the styrofoam cheese sandwich from Fire Festival? Uh, oh yeah, that was that, that's probably my favorite. <laughs> and it was all good. And then some uh, jerk had to be like, it's cultural appropriation to make queso, oh, and just oh, ruined no. it for everybody. So, but yeah, I, I was that was funny. I was uh, I was laughing at that.
9: And uh, where that, is this? that's high intellectual humor.
2: Well between that and I you know how disappointed I am that we don't have video this morning of uh, the Governor of Virginia moonwalking and how close we came to getting it did you watch that press conference
9: no I did not
2: so it's, it's so you got the you got the dutiful wife but I guess she's just happy that she's not up there while he's detailing lurid sexual th- something yes. that's usually how those go and she's standing there uh, looking you know looking up at him and a reporter wants him to prove that that one time he played Michael Jackson in blackface was legit. So could you moonwalk? What? And he was—you didn't see this. He was going this? to do it. Yeah. He stops <laughs> talking. He looks to the right of the Jeez. stage where nobody is, and she
8: grabs. Listen to this. Um, the people that do that kind of research, um, perhaps they should have looked at that.
2: And you said that the competition in San Antonio was a dance
9: competition. Yes. And it was that you danced the moonwalk? That's right. Are you still able to moonwalk? Oh. Uh, Inappropriate
2: circumstances. <laughs> she grabs my wife his arm.
8: Inappropriate circumstances. <laughs> she grabs his
2: arm and goes. Inappropriate circumstances. He was going to
3: do it. We'll never know. Oh, my Gosh. What if he was a beast at it? You know. <laughs> and then if he does the moonwalk, then you have to do the spin afterwards. And then if you do That's the right. spin. You have to jump on the up the tip of your toes. Crotch grab. Right. The, crotch yeah. grab. And we missed hat. out on all that.
9: Oh wow. <laughs>
3: We were that close, though. In appropriate uh, circumstances. I did not have my sequin socks. I cannot do it. That would have been one of those moments. Those, you know, the,
9: du, the Dukakis in the tank. Yes.
3: The, uh, uh, uh,
2: the hiking, is so the, hiking lucky the Appalachian he had her Trail.
9: There. He's so lucky he had her there. Oh, it's going to be so
2: good. Uh, what was it, Larry Craig explaining bathroom etiquette? I mean, just those moments that stand out to
9: you. And history loses oh. out again.
2: So I don't know his wife. I got a no beef with her, but now I do. I'm getting in the way of that. So that's what I got for you.
9: That's great. Okay. Wow, we're kind of early. This is a shame.
2: Well, I'm, I'm sorry.
9: Okay. Go look go at the
2: go look at the the, the queso gate pictures. They're really I funny. Will, we definitely. tweeted we tweeted out a link to it, and they got a bunch of examples.
9: I also. will definitely look. We'll okay. talk tomorrow. All right. Have All right. a good one. Bye bye.
2: There you go, Patricia Cora from uh, Bloomberg News. Do you think? Now, if he had accomplished all of the things you just mentioned, right. from the moonwalk to the spin, the crotch grab, the hat tip... Don't forget about the uh, the toes. The toes. At that point, would you, like, maybe reconsider his story? Oh, of course I would, yeah. You'd be like, I don't know, it's a really good moonwalk. Right. Yeah, obviously, if you could do all that, you're a big fan. Well, no, not us not go crazy. Like, I don't want to go to a cookout with him, as we covered earlier, but <laughs> the... <laughs>
3: He's wearing the same pants. Uh, but the, the,
2: a political defense of posing either as a Klan member or as a dude covered in shoe polish is, no, no, that's not the time I did the blackface thing. It was another time, uh, essentially right around the same year. Um, so it couldn't have been me, because I remember all my blackface
3: uh, events. I've never seen that. Well, yeah, because, you know, what happened was they came to him and said, hey, you know, governor, they found this old picture. And he said, oh, crap, they found out about me. He said that he made that statement. It was me. And then what? 12 hours went by. And, you know, people were like, you know what? You're a Democrat. You can probably get away with this. So now his excuse is actually, no, it wasn't that blackface picture. It was another picture I was confused with. So I'm not actually the one in my yearbook picture. How does that even happen? Who is the yearbook editor? How does that picture get in the yearbook to begin well, with? Well, in the press conference,
2: um, and, and he, he took a long time to drag it out, so I was going to run the audio this morning. He he basically created, knowing, knowing nothing about the, the yearbook uh, and saying that he knew nothing about how it was assembled other than he provided the three other pictures, like him kneeling, him with the car, that kind of stuff. He assumed the way that yearbooks are put together is they take all of those pictures, which would literally be hundreds or thousands of them, they throw them all on a table somewhere, and then they get mixed up. He kept saying yeah, that
3: they just pick one out.
2: Yeah, I they was just in draw out of a burlap sack, and yeah. they're like, "All
3: right, put it on his page." I hate to break it. I was in yearbook class. Of course, that's not how it works. Really? Yeah, no. Normally, like if I was like going through, like, "Hey, there's a picture of my buddy Mike. Let's take a picture. What do we think about Mike? When we think about Mike, well, he played lots of chess. Let's put a picture him in chess class because that's how we remember Mike." So you so you think that... <laughs> that wouldn't be, hey, there's our, there's our buddy Mike. Let's put a picture. What do you think about Mike? Well, definitely not the clan in yeah. blackface, so let's put that there. He'll find that funny. You know, 20 years he'll look back and be like, ah, oh, Russ got me.
2: Yeah. Son of a... Then there's the other part where in the nickname section of another yearbook, right. he's Coon Man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and if he thought, and I sh- if he thought I sh- the picture was funny, wait till he sees the nickname I give him. And he said that bullies did it to him. Some older kids.
2: I did so lazy. I th- I assume that we were going to get some story about how he went. If you've ever uh, you ever been coon hunting? Uh, being from New York, no. Okay, you run around the woods in the middle of the night with a bunch of dogs, and it, it, you're exerting yourself, and and the dogs will will, will tree the raccoon. i I'm, I'm telling you, man. I assume there was going to be a long drawn out story about you know how he and his buddies used to do that because he grew up in Virginia, and so he was cool man because he was so good at it. He didn't even try to offer excuse except bullies. You know, I'm starting not to believe his story. What? Yeah,
3: come on, man.
2: <laughs> he almost moonwalk. He can moonwalk.
3: You know, if you have to defend whether or not you were or were not the guy in blackface or the guy in the Klan hood, if you if you're put in that position, I'm gonna I, I'm guessing you're a racist. No, I'm guessing it was you. I hate to go there. Ross. (laughs) Sue Ross with
2: his spurious allegations, not me. All right, on that note, uh, Fuquay, try not to explode or whatever you're doing, and uh, the rest of you, and we'll see you back here tomorrow, 6 a.m., KCO Day radio program.